Welcome, everyone. Thank you for tuning in today for a special episode of Choose Kindness. I'm Tyler Lemaster, and today we will meditate on kindness in overthinking. Together, we will examine the mind in an effort to wrap our heads around what overthinking is, in an effort to place a fence around thoughts that run rampant. And if we recognize it for what it is, together, we can calm the storms that plague our minds. And with that, it truly starts with the brain and the mind. In my opinion, we should approach these as two separate entities. The brain itself will encompass the more objective, physical realm of what is going on when these thoughts pervade us, whereas our discussion of the mind will take a more subjective route. And in our understanding of these two elements, we will then together as a community construct objective pieces that will build a fence around our mind protecting what comes in, and a canopy over the top to catch the rain from the inevitable storms of life. Before we dive into the content, let me preface by saying I am not a licensed mental health professional and none of the following should be used in place of appropriate therapy or mental health advice by a licensed professional. This should not serve as a replacement for any prescription or counsel you have received from a professional. The following is merely supplementation to appropriate and established care. And let's begin with examining the physical processes of the brain during periods of overthinking. We should view overthinking as a response to an event. In our understanding of what is going on, we should understand that the brain is not designed to make you happy. It is designed to keep you safe. Bear with me a little as we are about to get very technical, but we'll step back from the trees in order to view the forest here shortly. Now there are four chemicals released in our brain that we need to be familiar with. Adrenaline, serotonin, dopamine, and cortisol. Pretend for a moment that you're in school. Whether you are currently a student or several years removed, imagine for a moment walking down the hallway with lockers on each side of you, noise coming and going from different directions, and as you know, schools contain a variety of people. We're going to pretend that these chemicals fit different stereotypes or people within your school. Serotonin is the happy, chill person that you vibe with. Dopamine is that encouraging, peppy friend that makes us feel good or rewarded, but not necessarily always the best discerner in how it gives us that feeling. Adrenaline is the more jittery or hyper kid that is helpful in pointing out when something is wrong, but can definitely cry wolf other times. And then there's cortisol. Cortisol is adrenaline's slightly more edgy friend that can help in a crisis, but can become too much and escalate a situation rather quickly. All of these are significant parts of the friend group. However, having the right relationship with each is vital for a healthy you, just as in any relationship in your day-to-day -day life. When we overthink or have periods of elevated anxiety, a burst of cortisol is released in what is called the hypothalamus, a specific gland in your brain close to the center. It serves several purposes, and our primary focus will be its role in stress control and emotional regulation. The hypothalamus is essentially a stoplight for hormones in your body. It gives the green light for specific hormones to go, 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 the yellow light that makes the endocrine system go, whoa, slow down, and the red light to bring these things to a stop. With this in mind, do you experience frustration with yourself when you can't turn off your thoughts? Or when you realize you're imagining the worst case scenario that is pretty unlikely, but you have this heavy feeling of stress still weighing you down? Remember earlier when we said overthinking is a response to something? For sake of time, on a very rudimentary physiological level, an event occurs, usually a stressful one, and your brain responds with a fight or flight response, releasing the appropriate chemicals to protect yourself. Cortisol in particular is spiked, an internal alarm system readying the alert to brace yourself in a way and preparing you for each possible outcome. And cortisol is a bit domineering, taking charge while other processes, like your immune system and appetite, are slowed down to make way for it. This is helpful in truly life-threatening situations. However, if you experience it multiple times a day for smaller scenarios, 
exhaustion creeps in from your heightened responses. Memory is impacted because you are processing so much information. And my friend, I'm sorry, but none of us are Superman and able to handle it all. Nor are we meant to. Happiness slips away because you are tired, not eating or not eating well, and your sleep is impaired when you do try to rest. Does that sound like a lot? Well, yeah, it is. But there is light that peeks out in the midst of the darkness. You can take control back and improve. Since we are dealing with the physical in the present moment, then we should determine how to respond in a physical manner. Now, I'm not saying get in a fight with someone. Rather, there are things you can do physically to fight this physical condition. And I acknowledge that none of this is earth-shattering or mind-blowing. You may have heard a lot of these things before, but please, listen and apply it today as it will make a difference for your future. One example is eating more nutritious foods. We will cover this more in our next episode to give you some more detail, but foods that are higher in vitamins and nutrients go a long way for your body to work efficiently. Fast food isn't evil. However, your body is very efficient and tries to function on the bare minimum you give it if it has no other choice. But the issue we run into with processed food is that they are stripped or lacking in the appropriate nutrients to help you function. I don't want you to really look at things as good or bad. Rather, reframe your mind to see things as a scale of benefit, and different things offer more benefit than others. Some good choices are healthy lean meats, such as 93.7 turkey, red meat, chicken, and fish for your protein, vegetables and fruit for some natural sugars, vitamins, and minerals, rice and pasta in moderation for starches and energy, and healthy fats will come from your non-processed red meat, various oils, and even nuts. This is a quick snapshot into choosing kindness for yourself on a nutritional standpoint, and again will be covered in far more detail next time we get together. But this is a strong foundation for you to get started on to fight a physical process with a physical response. As far as sleep goes, there's science to support that having a fast digesting carbohydrate, essentially sugar, before bed can help with sleep. Personally, if I am having a hard time sleeping, a banana before bed or even a little sorbet will help improve the quality of your sleep. Other factors such as avoiding sitting on your phone for up to 30 minutes before bed can make a difference, or taking time to choose kindness for yourself up to an hour before bed with an activity that brings you calm. These are things you can do in the grand scheme of managing overthinking. But to deal with it on a smaller or in the moment scale, grounding yourself goes a long way. Deep breathing and other breathing exercises will bring calm while focusing your mind on a separate task. Speaking aloud a response to your thoughts, telling yourself that overthinking takes you to a place that doesn't exist. Look around you in that moment, tell yourself audibly wherever you are, where you are, and then tell yourself that the place in your head doesn't exist. Remember, you are dealing with a physical issue, and it is best to battle the physical with the physical. Choose kindness for yourself in taking control physically. Now the mind is separate from the brain. Since this concept is more abstract and subjective, our approach will remain consistent with that which we are dealing with. Everyone is different and the subjective approaches we take with the mind will vary across the board. However, remember we are united and not alone. While our approaches may vary, this does not separate us as a community centered on kindness, as we are all still taking steps in the same direction. I'm going to try delicately with this next part because I am not a licensed counselor, nor is any of the following appropriate replacement for therapy if you are in therapy or considering it. Again, please take the following as mere supplementation to professional psychiatric care, and discern appropriately what works well for you. With that said, overthinking from a psychological standpoint can simply manifest as obsessing over a specific issue, playing a scenario over and over in your mind, stressing about something that can happen, or analyzing every facet of every situation in order to predict the possible outcome. 
And all of this really comes down to seeking security and safety. In order to figure out how to help something or someone, we must first determine the goal in that given situation. And with overthinking, when we realize we are seeking security or safety or comfort in some way, then we can take the right steps to help the issue. A way to visualize this is an old Chinese proverb that depicts two dogs fighting inside of you. They've been preparing for this fight. Two enemies that have been trained and prepped to go at it. Gnashing of teeth ensues, clawing, viciously attacking at each other. Which one is going to probably win? Simply, the one that was fed more. Overthinking is a natural response to a stressful situation. If you feed this dog continuously at the neglect of your other dog, or other coping mechanisms, then it will continuously avail, leaving you feeling defeated. However, if over time you feed the appropriate other processes that are meant to bring you feelings of safety and security, then overthinking cannot stand a chance. What is it that might bring you comfort, safety, or security? I would like us as a community to gather again with our texting poll and text SAFE to 864-668-1199. Same number as before. Remember, your response is anonymous and will not be stored, nor will it show me your name or number. But I would love for us to gather a variety of answers for the community to gather inspiration from. Your response may make the difference in the life of another person. First, prepare the number 864-668-1199 to text. Then, text the word SAFE to this number, and it will respond to you with our poll question, What makes you feel safe or secure? In response to that message, please send your reply. This is a great way for you to choose kindness for others, and we will display a variety of the answers on a platform in the future for others to see. A few things for me personally are a reassuring response from someone I respect and trust. If I'm having a period of anxiety, my girlfriend will ask me, do you want me to just listen or do you want comfort? And that means a lot to me as I value what she has to say and offer. Another option is to collect yourself and do something creative. Read, write, listen to music. Take a second to disconnect from the overthinking thoughts and put distance between you and those thoughts. Each catastrophe construed by the mind illuminates our thoughts with anxiety. Yet seeking safety can eclipse these frenzies with hope and calm. Choose kindness for yourself in running towards true safety and security and away from the thoughts that fail to offer it. Choosing kindness and overthinking is a tough battle. However, as we grow in our understanding of not only the overthinking, but also ourselves, we can grow together and choose kindness for ourselves and others to make a difference. Thank you for your time in listening to today's episode. If you found any of this helpful, or a potential help for someone you know struggling with the battle against overthinking, please follow, subscribe, and share as we build our community together. You are not alone. You matter. Choose kindness with me, and whatever battle you are facing, we will overcome. Thank you.